All right, guys, we're live. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing? Ricardo and Carlos Alguero from Marketer Brothers. We have a very special guest this morning in our interview, and uh, Ricardo will introduce him here in a minute. But uh, hope uh, you guys are having a wonderful Veterans Day weekend, enjoying time with your families, ideally, or doing something fun like Ricardo and Brad are right now out in. Uh, Patrick's Air Force Base. Watch. Actually, actually, we're close to Patrick's Air Force Base. Oh, are you Base. close? Okay. Yes. So actually, we are in at Skydive Sebastian, which Got is it. a little bit 30 minutes south of um, Patrick's Air Force Base. Um, it is by far the coolest skydiving place I've ever seen. And um, it's um, we're here for actually for Veterans Day. It's an event called Wings of Valor. And um, it's basically getting vets to to jump. They get a discount on jumping, and actually, they they get they get one free jump, and then all of them are discounted. So nice. for four days, these guys are jumping nonstop. Um, we actually just had Chris Wolf, Chris Wolf, with which we interviewed um, a couple of days ago. He just jumped. He just jumped. It jumped tandem. <laughs> so. So, you know, we got everybody jumping. We got the kids playing with water balloons. You I mean, look up it's in a the great sky, time. you see things falling. It's crazy. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, you might see a couple parachutes while we interview here. And uh, I apologize a little bit if, you, if there's a little bit of wind noise. I mean, we're outside. And, um, and also, after, every once in a while, you guys are going to hear literally a, a, a huge rumble. And it's planes are taking off constantly, uh, getting people in the air. So, we apologize. But believe me, this is. This is definitely worth it. I wanted to catch Brad. Brad here, he is in, out in Orlando. So I'll introduce him real quick. Um, it's Brad Mason. I really don't know a whole lot about his story, but I know what, what he's doing, which is, is amazing. I met him through Lopez. You know, we all get Lopez. And um, so Brad is actually a uh, lawyer by trade, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he, crea he founded the Gift Team. And the gift team is the only inner city kids um, OCR obstacle course training or obstacle course racing team in the country. And um, Brad is going to tell you why he does that, but he basically helps kids from uh, a play uh, neighborhood called Paramore in Orlando, which is one of the most da most dangerous uh, neighborhoods in the country. And uh, he gets the older kids, the teenagers, uh, doing doing Spartan races and getting out there and mentors them. He has an amazing program, which I, I, w I would love to get awareness. And if we can make this nationwide, I mean, he's going to tell us all about it. It's, it's, it's something all kids of all ages need. So, so Brad, welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you for being here. It's an honor to have you. And yeah, man. Um, Brad, um, are you a veteran as well? I am not. Um, I um, have a strong admiration and respect for anybody who served uh, and from the very beginning uh, wanted to align our program with veterans, uh, law enforcement, first responders, because in my, my senses or my strong feeling is we're, our mission is to build stronger communities. Yeah. And who better to help build a stronger community than the strongest within your community? Yes. Uh, and, and so those who have dedicated their lives to, to service uh, I think carry with them uh, a strong foundation that, that really helps with what we're trying to do with our kids. Did so. you guys just see a, a parachute? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm seeing, I'm seeing a few already. So perfect, <laughs> perfect spot, guys. <laughs> perfect spot. Good job. <laughs> so Brad, man, uh, I read about your organization. Ricardo has joined you 
to build a, a park for training as well. And uh, it's just amazing. Please tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, how, you know, where did you grow up and, and how did this cause kind of start uh, building up in your heart? Yeah, so I um, uh, grew up moving all around the country. Uh, I was very blessed in that um, I didn't want for anything. I, I had a, um, uh, a, a, a family um, that you know, provided for anything that I needed. Uh, and uh, when I moved down here to Orlando in uh, 2002 from Chicago, um, started getting involved in the community um, and, uh, and, and got to know New Image Youth Center uh, through my involvement. And all of, uh, all of the kids that I work with are from New Image Youth Center at this point. Uh, and New Image Youth Center started 15 years ago and is an after-school and summer program in the Paramore neighborhood uh, that Ricardo mentioned. And it's um, for us. Uh, and what happened is it's around 20, say 2011, 2012, as a, uh, actually 2009, as a single dad, I um, wanted to do some things to, to connect with my sons. Uh, my older son um, did not make the baseball to the varsity baseball team in high school. And to me, that was, that hit me really deeply because team sports were such an important part of my upbringing and my, my growing up uh, that I felt awful that he wasn't going to have that experience. And as I looked at the schools here in central Florida and actually throughout the state of Florida, throughout the country, they're becoming bigger and bigger and the opportunities to participate in those kinds of, uh, those kind of events and, and to have the ability to have that team environment um, are more and more difficult. You know, when we were kids, if you wanted to play a sport, you just went out for the team. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was fortunate enough to, to play. I played high school football, um, was uh, all-state cornerback, uh, and uh, we won a state championship my junior year. I played rugby in college, uh, and, and liked, I loved the coach. So as my kids grew out of the, um, the age of me being able to coach them, um, I looked for other other outlets. So in, in 2000 and this would have been 2015, my son was a part of C, Navy Sea Cadets and he came home with this postcard that talked about that following March when uh, they had the opportunity to volunteer, the Sea Cadets did at this race called the Battle Frog. And at that time I was struggling with some Achilles issues and was trying to get back to being an athlete. And uh, I saw the card and I told my son, I said, and I had no intentions of running. I said, this is really cool. I said, uh, he said, no, 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 dad. I don't want you running that. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, you can't <laughs> even run regular without getting hurt. I don't want you doing this. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a challenge. Right, right. No, no, so, he, uh, he knows reverse psychology very well. Whether <laughs> <laughs> he knew it or not. Um, so I, I trained for it. And then I uh, asked one of the, one of the guys who's uh, an alumnus of the, of the New Image Youth Center, who's also a personal trainer, if you wanted to join me. So we trained together. Uh, we raced it. Uh, I ended up finishing third in my age group, and he finished uh, in the top 20 of his age group. And we tried to find, we thought, how can we take this experience and bring it to the kids of, of New Image? And that's really how it started. Mm. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, there, it's, it's developed into far more than the events. Uh, we work out every Saturday morning. Uh, and it's about goal setting and leadership uh, as much as it is about, about the events. The events are, are kind of the icing on the cake. Yeah. And, um, but it's, it's been a phenomenal experience uh, revolving around, um, you know, giving and, and really focusing on developing strength. Yes. I, 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 I read the mottos of your organization, 
and and I think they're they're amazing. Um, can can you share those with us and, and how did they come about? Yeah, no, I um, I have sixty seven of them. Wow. Uh, the top two are the most important ones uh, that are really the foundation of the program. Um, most of those 67 I come up with when I'm just this side of a heart attack uh, during a workout. My best yeah. ideas come when I'm in the middle of the grind and the pain. Yep, yep, that's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, so the first motto is our, is our team motto, our primary team motto, and is, the, is, is where our name came from. And to be honest, this is something that Shante Burton-Stubbs, who's the executive director at New Image Youth Center, um, she told me this when I first met her. Uh, she said that what she did is once a month, she, she had the kids make a, a hot meal for the, for the, the people in the community uh, because she wanted to give the kids an opportunity to give back. Uh, and her, th her thought was that no matter how little you have, you always have something to give. And, and I, I thought, wow, that's powerful. Um, it took a couple years for that to sink in to say, hey, this is really what we're all about as a team too. So I've taken that next level to say, we always have something to give, whether it's giving effort, uh, giving kindness, giving compassion. Um, you can always give something and it doesn't cost a dime. Uh, and and it, it builds confidence uh, and it builds, you know, and, and in turn builds strength. Uh, because if you're giving to somebody else, you're not only strengthening that other person, but you're making yourself stronger as well. Yes. Um, so that's the primary model. That's Give Team Model 1. The second one we have is uh, life is a team sport, draft accordingly. So I'm a firm believer that, that anything that you can do by yourself, you can do far greater uh, with, um, with other people involved. So if you have on your team somebody who's not helping you get where you want to go, you got to kick them off your team. Uh, conversely, if there's somebody out there who's traveled a similar path that you've traveled, go seek them out. Uh, get to know them. Uh, find a way that you can give to them uh, and learn. Uh, and apply those lessons along the way. So those are the two primary mottos that we have that, that we reinforce through the foundation of the program and through our weekly workouts. No, that's, that's fantastic. And I, and I think the, the first one in particular, you know, sometimes uh, people get stuck with the idea that, oh my God, I don't have anything. How can I give to anybody else? But in reality, you know, it, it's just a matter of changing the perspective from yourself to somebody else there's always somebody else that's having a rougher day than you there's always somebody else that has a little less than you or even that will need a smile or or a handshake or a hug or you know or, or something so that is awesome and, I, and especially for kids that are growing up in tough circumstances i think that's that's great because it allows them to understand and no 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 matter how bad i have it um Number one, I can give to somebody else. And number two, this is not going to be the, the worst day of my life. It's going to get better, right? So yeah, giving them hope. Exactly right. That's awesome. So actually for, for um, you know, to, put, to give the viewers a little bit of perspective, tell us about Paramore, like the actual Paramore neighborhood, you know? Yeah, so the Paramore neighborhood of Orlando is um, a, um, an area of high poverty. Um, any big city has neighborhoods like Paramore. Uh, it, there's, there's high drug rate, high crime rate. Um, you know, like I said, a very high poverty rate. And it's where a lot of people in the central Florida area, um, the, 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 or the image of that neighborhood is that that's where hope goes to die. Uh, and you can see it in, the, in a lot of the people roaming the streets. Uh, and New Image Youth Center and, and by extension, the Give Team, you know, we, we fight that uh, to say that, that, you know, and again, it's, it's taking that perspective or that, that the mindset of, um, you know, 
I can choose to say, woe is me, uh, and, and have those situations define me. Uh, or I can use the, the environment that I'm in to, to be a source of strength. Um, and that's really, you know, what, what we get out of the people who we surround ourselves with. And we're here today to, to, to celebrate with Operation Enduring Warrior. Um, you know, and the, and the people of, of, of OEW have been so strong for us uh, to be that example too, you know, to see these people competing in these events with, you know, injuries and, and, you know, um, so here's the plane. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we were talking about. <laughs> we still can't hear you. Great guys. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. yeah, good. All right. Um, so, um, um, we met, um, Jonathan Lopez, uh, introduced us to Earl Granville. This was a year ago, February, at a Spartan race in Miami. And Earl um, introduced us to Cindy the Cinderblock, uh, which is a cornerstone of, of his story. Yes. Yeah, uh, so, so literally, sorry, Cindy, uh, you, you, we will we'll interview Earl and um, you'll have Cindy. But Cindy is a, a half of a Cinderblock tied to a chain. All right. And Errol carries Cindy with him every, everywhere he goes, always. You know, it's, a, it's an amazing story. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, we'll, put, we'll post the link to you if you see it. But, yeah, he, they, they basically keep going. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Yeah. So Earl, Earl gave us Cindy uh, and the story that comes with Cindy. And it fits into our second motto about, you know, relying on those around you, um, your, your teammates, when, when that burden gets heavy. Um, and then we took that and we went and found a friend of Cindy's, which is our about a 70 pound uh, post uh, that we also carry. Uh, and this, and the, our, our message with, with Roger, the, 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 uh, the post, <laughs> is that you choose whether that burden is going to weigh you down and break you or you pick it up and you carry it with pride and see it as a source of strength. Uh, and it is all, Carlos, exactly like you said, it's all in the perspective that you bring. Um, the facts don't change. It's the story you give to those facts yes. uh, that, that you have control over. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, we, when we've done um, many Spartan races, actually, we did um, last year the, the Beast here in Florida, the one, the one you're coming to do with us. Yeah, and the gift team is going to be there. We're all going to do it together. Oh, that's and awesome. uh, we, we, had, we had Roger, we had Cindy, and Lopez. I don't know where he got it, but he got one of those storm drain sandbags, a giant <laughs> red, a red sandbag that we had to carry. I mean, that thing must have weighed a couple hundred pounds, maybe. And, and yeah, we had to carry it for 16 miles. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a good day. <laughs> no, and, and you know, it's, uh, I think that uh, the, the team aspect of what um, these obstacle race um, events is, is bringing to people. Uh, I've seen it myself, not only in people that I have, I have invited to Spartan races and, 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 and events like this, but even my own family, you know, they, they remember it forever and they, and they, and they, and they, and they feel so, um, so accomplished because in the beginning is fear in the beginning is, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm ready. And then once they're in there and you have the team helping them along the way, then they realize, oh, wow, I got this, right? And then, and then they start helping other people, right? Right, right, exactly. So, the, uh, the, the, you know, Brad, I think what you're doing is, is so incredible because the helpless 
start helping others, right? right? Those, that, those that they thought, man, I could never give because it's a mindset at the end of the day, right? Uh, you're switching the mindset, which I love that. Uh, and I think this is what people need to succeed in life, in business, and in any other endeavor they, they pursue is like when, when, it folk, when it changes from, oh man, I could never help anybody else. And then they realize that along the way, these little steps that they take uh, give them the confidence to go say, oh, I, I am not helpless, number one. And I can go do something better with my life and I can go help somebody else in the process and build a team of people that can come and help me. So, man, that's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, we, um, this last spring, we had uh, two of our members graduated high school uh, and one went to Florida A&M over the summer and the other one is up on a full academic scholarship to Morehouse, Morehouse College up in Atlanta. And, um, and wow. I told both the guys, I, and we went to dinner and I said, uh, if you walked away from here and the only thing you took away is the great experiences of, of, of the Spartan races and the, and the Green Beret challenges and all the obstacle course races, and, you know, that's fine. But then, but if that's the case, I haven't done my job because these things that we do in these races are such a metaphor for life that, that, you know, we, you know, we we think that we might not be able to do so. I, I, another one of our mottos um, is that we want to, as often as we can, we want to force that conversation with that voice between your ears that says, I don't think you can do this mm. and then keep going. Yeah. Uh, because once you do that, then you realize, hey, it wasn't as bad as maybe I thought it was. Um, you get out of that space between your ears and you get out and, and extend yourself. And that's the same yeah. thing as the giving part, right? If you're, we spend so much time, especially with, you know, with, with these things, Yep. You know, between our ears in a, in a way that might not be positive. Well, let's just call it out. It's not positive. A lot of times, right? Yeah. And, and if you can then turn that around to say, okay, how can I shift to say, how can I give to somebody else? And all of a sudden you're outside of your head and you're, and you're, if you're doing it right, you're thinking about what can I do? How can I engage? How can I, how can I find some way to help somebody? Um, and helping somebody might just be, a, like I said, a compliment or a smile or whatever it, it's it's very very simple um but sometimes it's not easy because we get caught up in our own heads yes well brad i think we're gonna need a list of those motos because we want to do some graphics for you guys and start yeah, promoting awesome. and start promoting the crap out of you to be honest yeah that would be oh, yeah. phenomenal yeah yeah because you know brad and i have um, we we met at the race and and you know um, I was honored to to be able to to actually build this park, uh, which actually we need to share a little bit of the video. But the story about the park is is it's a little beyond just a simple park, you know. Um, you know, Lopez told me about about what they needed, you know, and and I actually happened to bought an entire hardware store. Uh, that's another <laughs> story. Uh, but I bought it. I bought literally an entire hardware store for one hundred and eighty dollars, uh, and you know, I had I got like ten thousand pounds of pipe. So Lopez is like, dude, we got to go build a train. It's not really a part. It's a training facility for the gift team. And uh, our friend Joe, who's a welder and a bunch of other vets, man, we, we, we loaded up. We showed up in, in Orlando to uh, um, in Paramore for, uh, for, with Brad. And throughout for an entire day, everybody in the community, everybody helped. And we built this training facility, right? It, it, was, it was amazing that that day was probably one of the greatest days in my life. And uh, it, it was phenomenal. It was I mean, phenomenal. I, you all got there around 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, left at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. It was dark when the sun was just coming up. 
Yep. Dark when they left. So one of the guys had to leave a little early because he had to make it to Key West by four o'clock the next morning. Yeah. He drove all night to get to work. Yeah. Wow. So he's, I mean, actually, he's actually in bad training to, to become a SEAL right now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and it's just, it was a phenomenal day, uh, a phenomenal way to show our guys what it means to give. Um, and and that that is so incredibly powerful. And, and it's and it's more than just you know, what can I give? What can I, it wasn't the pipe, right? Yeah. It wasn't, no, it was, no. it was the time. Yes. And, yeah. and that's the thing that I'd, I'd like everybody to really think creatively about is how can I find a way to not just, you know, donate 20 bucks to the, the next charity, but how can you engage? Because yeah, that's yeah. where the difference happens. Not yeah. just with the person you're, or the people you're helping, the cause you're supporting, whatever, but with yourself. Yeah. And yeah. a couple, two super important things about this park is that first of all, um, we were able to, we were honored to, to make this park in honor of uh, Tito Pinedo. Tito is a former mask athlete, you know, the uh, Operation Enduring Warrior uh, mask athlete who was one of the, the strongest, not kindest guys. I, I, had, I didn't have the honor to meet him. I met his, their, their parents. But basically, he, he was doing events. He actually has the beginner's record of, of um, running with 100 miles the, with a mask. 100 miles uh, at a 100 mile race, right? Wow. He has the Guinness Book Records and um, he actually, his call sign was unbreakable. Um, and, he's, uh, and he actually got run over by a, by a car and, and died while training for a race uh, on his bike. Wow. And um, so we were honored to actually build this park for, for a, in his honor. And his parents came to, to actually receive the park, which was extremely emotional. It was he amazing. He grew up in Orlando. He grew so up yeah. in Orlando. So that was one of the reasons. And the other reason was that Lopez, uh, because he he's worked for Spartan, he actually uh, got all your, most, some of your kids that, uh, through the Spartan SGX certification, uh, which is they became, they became coaches. So actually, uh, a lot of them are now entrepreneurs. And they're uh, they're they're actually coaches. They have their personal trainers, and uh, and they're 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 becoming entrepreneurs themselves. So not only is Brad doing an amazing job mentoring these kids and getting them into college, they're they're actually being entrepreneurs, and they're using this facility, taking care of this facility, and becoming and just just learning all around all around great values. You know, that is awesome. Brad, yeah. tell us about you know a couple stories that you remember of kids kind of maybe showing up the first day, I can just imagine, you know, they are very defensive, maybe, maybe reluctant to participate. Tell us about, you know, the, the, the kid that you see walking in for the first time and they have no clue what's up and they're maybe even a little, you know, aggressive or defensive. And then how you see them transform when, when, when the workouts happen and when the, you know, the mentorship happens. Yeah, let me do a segue from yeah. before the park to now because yes. the park has made a difference in this. This is it's really important. Yeah. Um, so we um, before the park, we used to work out in, at Lake Yola, which is the the kind of the the centerpiece of downtown Orlando. Um, beautiful lake with a fountain, uh, a a park or a um, a trail around it. It's about a three quarter mile trail. Uh, framed by big skyscrapers and, and uh, lots of people walking with their kids and their dogs. And all of a sudden, you see a bunch of bare-chested guys running around with a cinder block and a log. Um, <laughs> so we, made it, we make a statement just by showing up. Um, and so that, that's where we worked out at first. Uh, then once the park was built, we, we, were, we worked out in Paramore. And so um, when I think Smith 
Smith is probably one of the best examples of somebody who showed up. I haven't ever had anybody show up. No, that's not true. I've had one person who's, who's been really hesitant, actually a couple now that I'm thinking about it, who have been maybe a little cautious, um, not wanting to carry the heavy stuff. And, um, uh, and Smith was one who, not that he didn't want to, but he wasn't very big. Last year he was a freshman in high school, and um, we, we just got Roger the log, again, a 70-pound log. And what we do is we run around the lake Indian, we do an Indian run, so the heavyweight's at the front of the line, and then it's gradually lighter weight until at the very end, the last person carries our team flag. And what we'll do is each person takes three minutes to lead, and the, and the, the one in front sets the pace. So three minutes to, to walk at a brisk pace, and then a minute of running. And then at the end of that, the, the guy in the front goes to the back of the line, and then everybody moves up one in the weight with the weight. So everybody gets a turn. Well, Smith was carrying Roger for the first time, and was really struggling and so it was about maybe and it was it's the longest minute of his life i'm convinced yeah so he's got this thing he's carrying it up over here and it's starting to slip it's about 45 seconds and it starts to slip down his back and he's struggling to keep that thing up that minute was up and he dropped and and but i never saw somebody with such a sense of satisfaction because he made it and he wasn't sure he was going to make it Wow. I've got a couple of other guys who are very similar frames as, as Smith. He's very, they're very thin. And I've used Smith as the example. If you just jump into it and just push yourself, then all of a sudden you get stronger. Smith now doesn't hesitate to pick up anything, any weight to carry it. And he's filling out. And he's, you know, like anybody does between freshman and sophomore year, but even more so because of the effort he's putting in. Yeah. Um, so what was the name of um, the guy that we, that we raised uh, Kissimmee with? And uh, he, uh, taller guy, uh, you know, taller guy that he was. Oh, so, did he? He, he, he? he was. He's an amazing guy. Yeah. He was, I mean, he smiled, man. He just, just oh. how happy he was. So we had two guys. We had Diddy, who, yeah. was, who was the real big guy. who yeah. played high school football yep. and semi-pro football. Yeah. Uh, then Jake, who is our honoree. You Jake is the, the, the guy that has a disability. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know yeah. what it is, but tell me his story, man, because that, I remember that oh. my biggest memory of that Kissimmee race was just seeing the smile in his face every time when he did a box jump, man, or, or he had to carry he had to carry the sandbag. He put down that sandbag, man, and it is it was like like Christmas morning, man. You know, it was <laughs> it was amazing. So Jake, Jake is a Jake is a wonderful wonderful kid. Um, he's a senior at Jones High School this year. And last spring, um, I saw that he had he earned a medal in the Special Olympics uh, for high, at, high, at his high school. And I came up with this idea because we, we knew about the Kissimmee race. And I thought, hey, what a great way for us to kind of borrow the idea of OEW and have our own honoree for that race since it's in our backyard. So I approached Jake and I said, hey, Jake, would you want to run one of these races with us? And he just lit up. I mean, he's a big smile. He doesn't, he's, he's on the, the, the autism spectrum. Um, I don't know that he's been formally diagnosed, but he has a tough time communicating, but man, that smile speaks a thousand words. Um, so he started showing up to the workouts. And so we would meet usually around nine o'clock. He'd be there at eight o'clock. First couple of times he'd be there with jeans and a collared shirt on. And I'd say, okay, Jake, let's, let's get you dressed right. And he would come back and man, he put in the work and when we went to that race, he was—he just lit up every every opportunity he had to do something where he knew that people were paying attention. Um, it really helped him feel like he was a part of the team, first of all, uh, but second of all, that he was capable of doing these things that uh, that tested him, uh, and uh, and it was great for him to see. It was also great for the team, for our guys, to work with him, to help him, to know that 
that they're making a difference too. So yeah, that was a, that was a really, really neat experience. Yeah, that, that was so cool, man. That is awesome. You know, and, and, and it all comes down to uh, allowing these kids to do something that they've never done before and, and breaking those barriers. And, and they're in, in a time in their lives where I, I truly think they can be attracted by so many negative things, especially in places like where you work. Um, and, and, and you give them a chance to see, oh, I can choose this other path in my life. You know, I yeah. can. When I, when I think of the center, there, there are three main things that, this, that the New Image Youth Center does and, and the GIVE team by extension. The first is, if you think of a pyramid of needs, right, at the very foundation, um, the center provides a safe haven for the kids to give them the opportunity to, to dream. They're not in a fight or flight mode. They know that they can get their work done there. They know that, that, that it's, it's there. They can rely on it. They can count on it. Uh, the second thing is that we take them outside of the community or bring people from outside of the community in to influence those dreams. Yeah. So how can we give them those different experiences that aren't, that aren't what they see every day, maybe a little bit different. And then the third thing is we give them the tools to go realize those dreams. And the really thing that, the thing that we're really proud of is that we've got, you know, we we'll talk about Akeem who is a, an alumnus of the program, who's now a staff member at the center works with the little kids. Uh, we've got uh, Rob Bassey, who's youngest member of the PhD program in computer science at Auburn uh, after graduating from Morehouse College. Uh, we've got Steve, who's on a full academic scholarship to the University of Florida as a senior. Um, uh, Jeff, who is a, uh, who's a, who's a freshman at Morehouse College. Uh, we've got Paul, who graduated last year and is on track to get back to Florida A&M. Uh, he fell in love with, with Florida A&M last, last summer. Uh, there's Gene, who graduated a year ago last last spring, and who uh, who's enlisting in the Marines. Um, so, you know, and, and we've got Rome, who's another alumnus of the center, who just graduated from this trade school. Uh, that's a 15-week program that's perfect for him. That has given him a path to now he's you know got a full-time gig. That's that's a that's a gives him a track to go to go do some of the things he's wanted to do to scratch his entrepreneurship. Wow. So, um, so what, what, college isn't for everybody. That um, is awesome. That but you know, the idea is to find a way. You know, what is it that your path is? Oh yeah. What, what What would you think would have happened to these kids had they not been involved in this? Um. I mean, it's it's tough to say. I mean, you know. What's the typical you, path, though, that you see? You know, for for people in in, in those neighborhoods. Yeah, I mean, you you have. I mean, I don't want to be melodramatic, but I mean, in a lot of ways, it's life or death. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there are, we talked about it on our way. We went to Atlanta to run the Green Beret Challenge last weekend. And on the ride home, um, kids were looking at the news. And last, last couple of weeks, there have been just a, an incredible number of shootings uh, in the neighborhood. And so they talk about it. Uh, Chris, who's sitting over here, one of his middle school classmates was shot last weekend and um, critically injured, uh, hospitalized. Um, wow. So, so th there's that, right? And, and, and there is the, if you, if you have any drive or energy to go do something creative and entrepreneurial, one of the easiest paths is to go sell drugs uh, or to go get involved in things that, that don't take you any farther than where you are at the time you pick up whatever it is you're doing. Um, so, you know, so those are very real things. Um, I will tell you that, that, you know, the, that there is a, an eclectic mix of family structures um, some of them are very, very strong. And, um, you know, I think that all of us can learn a lot from um, the, the immigrant stories that a lot of these families have. 
Uh, I, I have a, I mean, I, since getting involved, I mean, I firmly believe there's a real fine line between entrepreneurial spirit and survival instinct. Um, and it very well is the same thing. Um, but, um, but in these guys, you know, a lot of them being first generation, um, are showing, you know, the pride of wanting to go make something of themselves. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, I think tough to say, but I think it's at the same time, you know, you can look at the statistics of everybody who's not a part of the center, um, and, and know that it's, you know, it's a very, it's a, it's an uphill battle for everybody, whether you're part of the center or not. Uh, right. But it becomes that much steeper if you're not a part of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and a couple of things, you know, is is I, I remember the speech uh, Lopez gave gave uh, your kids at uh, at the end of the, the beast last year, you know, and he and he is, you know, at, it was at the end. Remember after like eight hours, and he and he and he just started, he just told us, listen, I mean, you know, you 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 want a pat on the back too, too because you you did this you did this race, and he's like, no man, you you. You get to you get to do this, and you you gotta take this and and make it more, you know, and give back to the community and and just not not you know yeah high fives and everything. No, and it's it's we all gotta we all gotta gotta take that responsibility to to be the light with other people, you know, we be the light with our community and be the light with our friends because I mean those guys have the the biggest position to influence other people in the community, you know. I mean, they might not listen to Brad. Oh, that guy's that guy's nuts. You know, those guys gonna get me uh, carrying Cindy and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but, but if those kids really, really take it into heart and go and go and 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 recruit other kids and become other fans of other kids, then then you then that's that's when the ball is rolling. You know, and that's what the park brought. I never did close the yeah. gap, the, uh, close the loop on that. So with the park being at the center now, now our workouts are at the center. Um, so the little kids. You know, when they're there during the day, they they see the park out back. They've 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 known me, but now they see me coming in, and they see the videos on Instagram, and they see all the stuff that we do, and 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 they're impressed. And now we have this this kind of this feeder pet track uh, of these younger kids uh, who want to be a part of what we do. Um, and uh, I, I, and there's another thing that came yeah. to my mind when when you were talking. Yeah. So we were doing this. Um, we were doing some long training last fall uh, where we would get up at like four in the morning and we would go out and it was a gradual training program that started with the two hour rock three four all the way up to seven hours with weight and um, so we woke we, had, we, we got up and got going at three in the morning and this was about five and one of the guys kept falling back and so there were three of us at the front so I would tell the guys I was with I said all right we got to turn around and sprint back and they would get all pissed off because it's like why do we have to be punished because they're running slow so we would run back the 100 yards, go another 100 yards past them. Then we would, we would ruck up, and then we would pass them again, and we'd have to turn around and do it again. So then they started complaining. And so we were at a break point. I put everything down. I said, And I smiled, and I laughed, and I said, Guys, what did you think you were going to get when you were coming out here at 3 o'clock in the morning? Did you think it was going to be easy? You know, my feet hurt, my back is, well, what did you expect? So this is one of the mottos. It's going to suck, it's going to hurt, and it's going to be beautiful. And that's what it is. I mean, it's, we all, we all suffer. It's whether yeah. we choose the difference is whether or not we choose that path of, of self-inflicted suffering or it's going to get thrown on you. Yeah. And you it's, know? and it's not, you know, and, and, and just thinking, you know, to, to ourselves, we don't, I mean, we've seen Chris Wolf and we've seen other amazing people. It's not, it's, it's not, I have to do this. It's, I get to do this, you know, because many, many, many people 
that they don't get to do this at all. They don't get to live life. They don't get to enjoy it. So, so that just the, the fact that you can carry something, you get to do it. It's just, and if you put that into perspective, believe me, your life will get, will get a lot, a lot, a lot nicer and a lot simpler. So Brad, man, it's just uh, humbling really to see these kids transform and go and have successful and productive lives. I, I bet, I bet that's one of the big reasons why, you know, uh, in, in seeing the little kids look up to the bigger ones and look, look at, look at, you know, have, have, having that hope, right. It's like, Oh, I want to be like that. I want to, I, I want to do that when I grow up or, or I bet you they're even one, they're going out there and playing in the, in the, uh, in the training courses is of a, a play park now. Right. So, That, that's, that, that's it. And, and, and OEW serves that for our guys, right? Yes. So they look at a, at a Jonathan Lopez, an Earl Granville. They look at a Rick Holberg. They look at, at anyone who's a part of OEW. And they, they, they say, I want a little bit of that, yeah. right? I want some of that because, you know, it goes it, at the end of the day, what's your excuse? You know, it's either exactly. an excuse or a challenge. You decide what, what, what it is. And, and the guys with OEW embrace whatever it is that they have. So, My wife, who's also here today, she, she's a, a breast cancer survivor and she's, she has MS and she's a champion, right? And, and she embraces life. It's, you know, you could sit there and you can say, woe is me, or you can say, hey, this is what it is. And now I'm going to look at this as a source of strength to, to be a powerful thing to then go send to other people. And that's the whole give thing. I tell the guys that they're starting, we talk about this is a program that anybody in the country, any kid in the country could benefit from. In fact, I have two guys, two guys who work with us from uh, Winter Park, uh, Winter Park High School, rather affluent suburb of Orlando. Um, and uh, their mothers brought them in because there isn't anything for kids once they turn 12, for boys, young boys specifically, mm -hmm. right? There just isn't any place for them to go. Again, this goes back to the whole speech I gave about sports. Yep. Um, there isn't a natural channel for them to go challenge themselves, um, to go be a part of a team, to go, to go fight. And, um, and that's really what this serves for, for the guys that are there. And my wife says when, you know, she wrote a book of poetry and collages as she was going through her, her uh, cancer treatment. And I, when we were dating, it was after she had gone through it all. And I, I told her how impressed I was with what she did and how she channeled that. And she looked at me like I was silly saying, you know, I just did what I needed to do. Right. And that's, you know, and that to me, it was like, wow, you know, all right. And I just need to shut up and quit complaining about anything that comes my way. Yeah. You know, I got no excuse. You know, so, one of the last things, you know, the, um, that I want to talk, man, that, that, that you and I've been, been chatting back and forth a, a ton is, is yes. Um, the, the kids of Paramore, it's, it's needed. This program is, is badly needed, but we, we've actually, we, we can argue that this program is needed in uh, nationwide everywhere. Because, you know, I even, we were even talking that even kids, you know, especially kids in, in private school, like, you know, the fact that, that you're, you're, you're nurturing uh, all kinds of uh, entrepreneurship and, 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 and actually working hard for what your goals are and everything. I mean, you know, it, it, that's, that's a universal thing that's needed through, through exercise, through mentorship, through, through you know, I was the, the, the first time I, I ever raced with you, man, we, we, we always go back, back to a house and I need some pizza or whatever. And, you know, I am, I'm sitting there and these kids, 
you know, they all have phones. Yeah. I mean, but they're not in their phones. And, and I start talking to one of these kids. I remember it was 15. I, I, he was 15. I, 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 it doesn't come to mind who, which one of your kids was it. But he just looks at me and he's like, uh, I, I tell him who I am. It's like, so, so what did you go to school for? He's asking me, you know, and I'm like, I'm a computer engineer. And he just looks at me and he's like, what are your thoughts on artificial intelligence in vehicles? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like you, 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 you have fifteen year kid, most, most fifteen year old kids I see that that go to kids high school or middle school and high school, all they care is about Fortnite and uh, and freaking Call of Duty. And I mean, this kid, this kid is thinking about 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 future shit, and it's, it's just it's just amazing. So I, I mean, I I wanna I wanna help Brad grow this into a nationwide thing that can be that can be implemented in, in high schools across the country. I mean, it's it's badly needed that that influence, that entrepreneurship spirit, that 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 desire to be a, a empathy and to give back, man. I mean, it, it's it's needed worldwide. Yes, I agree. It's badly needed. Yeah, so Brad, I mean, uh, how, how? I mean, people are gonna watch this um, hopefully all over the world, but as as they get to know your cause and and what you're doing. How can people help? How can people help this this give team organization that you are you have founded and that you are working so hard at? Yeah, I think um, what we one of the ways is the easiest way is just to follow what we do uh, on Instagram at uh, at the give team. Uh, we have a Facebook page too. Uh, our website is give team at giveteam.net and um, and that's where you can see all the the programs we have. Um, a lot of, I made, uh, a promise to, uh, my lovely bride that we wouldn't self fund everything. So <laughs> there's opportunity for people to participate in, uh, in helping with getting us to these races. Uh, the, the, one of the best parts of these races, uh, you know, um, Ricardo mentioned that, that we've got these, these after party or these after event parties where they're able to engage. Um, and, and that, that means a lot to the guys. Uh, so. I'm, I am looking to grow the program. Uh, I have a, a sheriff up in Charlotte who's um, evaluating and, and trying to find a way that he can take it to, to work with some of the underserved kids of, um, of Charlotte. Uh, and, uh, and so I've put together a framework that, that I think, you know, if anybody out there is interested in exploring how we might be able to think creatively, um, it is an entrepreneurial opportunity. It's how I scratch my entrepreneurial itch. Uh, it's yeah. a nonprofit type thing, but um, but it's, it's an exciting thing to be a part of and it's, it's incredibly fulfilling. So, um, but you know, we have, we have a need for every race. We, we rent a, we rent a van, um, we, you know, gas cards, uh, meals. We had, um, one of, uh, one of the OEW honorees, uh, Drew Stokes, uh, his wife, uh, works at Chili's. And so she gave us a stack of, of Chili's gift cards for one of our road trips, which helped cover the me cover the meals for that, for that, or cover dinner for that, for that trip. So it's really about getting creative. Um, yes. We've had people donate. Right now, our need is shoes, to be honest. So uh, I've got um, guys who uh, <laughs> I see the bottoms of their shoes and they're wearing holes in, their, in the bottoms of their shoes. So, um, so there's, there's a need for that kind of stuff on a regular basis. Yeah, no, and with the holidays coming up, I think, you know, a, a lot of people give uh, during this time of the year. So, yeah, it'd be awesome. I, I posted your, your website on the, on the bottom of the, of the interview so that people can reach out and help and uh, communicate with you. And I think uh, one of the biggest things is just, uh, hey, uh, you know, the, we all know so many people that uh, are, are in need as far as, but I think the youth in this case, uh, getting them out of a situation where it could possibly 
change their life for the better, I think it's amazing. So I, I for sure, when I'm, uh, the, the, the race we're going to is in Orlando, Ricardo? Yep, that, yeah, that's the race. And, and, and we actually, you know, we'll take that opportunity to, to maybe interview Akeem. You know, Akeem is the, and just, you guys will see live, Lopez is going to be there. Brad is going to be there. You guys will see live what, what we're talking about and, and, and what we're doing to carry Cindy. You will get your turn in Cindy, Carlos. You will get used to your turn with Roger. Uh, so, so it's going to be a great day, man. It's going to be a great day. No, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to working out with you guys and hanging out. And that's exactly what I was going to say. We, we want to interview some of these kids because I think that would be a, a, a most powerful story for people to see and, and just see, you know, how – what their experience, their real life experience is by participating in what you do. Brad, thank you so much for spending some time with us. I know you guys are camping this weekend with the family and celebrating Veterans Day and um, hopefully uh, jumping off a plane. I, I saw a lot, of, uh, a lot of parachutes coming down, so that's cool. Yep. And uh, I'm looking forward to meet you in person in about a month or so. All right, same here, Carlos. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, guys. guys. Have a wonderful day. Thank Have you. a wonderful Sunday. Take care.